feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life So that's what we're going to do tonight. 
Uh, before we jump into tonight's topic, I just want to remind you guys, if you're listening in the chat room, I'm still waiting for it to come up for some reason, but if you're listening in the chat room, uh, you can post your comments there and I'll read them online. Uh, I'll read them out over the air, excuse me. Uh, I will not give your name unless uh, you give me permission to. Uh, if you want to uh, uh, post on Facebook on the event page, obviously if you do it there, everybody knows that you said it. But, hey, uh, don't be afraid to speak up. Uh, uh, tonight's topic, we find that uh, usually people are silent when it comes to this. Um, and we're going to kind of talk about how the NFL has been uh, accused of that. We want to hear your thoughts. Uh, if you want to message me privately uh, on Facebook, you can do that. If you have my number, uh, you can text me. If you don't, my number is 703-595-5055. Um, but we do want to hear from you guys. Uh, but let's go ahead and jump right into the, uh, to tonight's topic. Um, so if you've been keeping up with the NFL uh, and their issues, uh, because they seem to have a lot of issues uh, today. Uh, it started this summer with Colin Kaepernick's protest. That drew a lot of attention to Colin Kaepernick, uh, to his team, um, and to the NFL. Um, and as you guys know, if you've been keeping up with it, um, it's it's a very controversial thing. Uh, there are people who support him. There are people who don't. Uh, there are people who have an issue with his protest. Uh, but then also something else was going on uh, this summer that you may not have heard about, and that was another domestic violence uh, situation came up. And this one was kind of close to me, I guess, in a way because of the team involved. Um, so I'm a New York Giants fan, and this case involved a New York Giants uh, football player. And so while I root for the Giants, um, I've been rooting for them since 1989. Um, however, I don't root for anybody who feels the need to put their hands on a female. I don't care what she has done. I don't care how angry you are. Um, I don't care how hurt you are. I just don't condone putting his hands on a female. And there there are a lot of reasons why, why I don't. But um, number one, my parents just didn't raise me that way. My parents didn't raise me that um, it was okay to do that. They never gave me the impression that that was what I was supposed to do or how I was supposed to uh, handle my anger. Um, I've seen my dad frustrated uh, with my mom. I've seen him frustrated with my stepmom. But I've never seen my dad put his put his hands on either one of them or even act like he wanted to put his hands on either one of them. Um, it, it never got to that point. And so I never saw... Uh, men do this. I saw it once, but that was my parents. But I did see it once, and it bothered me. And I think it bothered me more so because there was nothing I could do about it because of how old I was. But I've just never been a fan of men putting their hands on women. Um, and I know that I, I'm married now, 
and that's not something that um, I would do in my marriage. That's not how I operate as a husband. Um, and we hope to have children one day. And if we have a girl, I definitely don't want anybody hitting on my daughter. Um, and I don't want my son to put his hands on females. The other thing is, we as men naturally are stronger than women. We are naturally faster. Yes, there are some uh, exceptions. Yes, there are some special cases uh, when there's when that's not the case. But for the most part, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, you tell me if you've seen something different. But for the most part, men are stronger. And so to me, I don't see the the need or the point in taking advantage of someone because I'm stronger than them. Like, I get nothing out of that. I get nothing out of that. And so if you are a man who does, and you know what, if you're listening to this call and you're a man and you feel like there is a, like you have a perfect explanation, we don't mind when people disagree with us on this show. So if you want to disagree and say, hey, here's why I think it's okay, call in, because we would love to hear your explanation. Because to me, there is no good explanation. Um, and as far as um, anyone who says, well, I was frustrated, guess what? Still doesn't give you a right to put your hand on a female. We understand that you get frustrated. But it should never come to a point where you feel the need to slap or punch, kick, or body slam. Somebody who's nowhere near as strong as you are. And as far as being hurt, let me tell you, I've been there. I've been hurt by females. I've I've been angry with them because of the things that they've done. And I have never put my hands on anybody. Never put my hands on them. Because to me, it's just just not okay. And I remember uh, the last relationship I was in. I remember the specific details. And I won't, uh, maybe I will. I, I won't say I won't. But I remember being so disrespected by this young lady. And I was angry. I was mad. I was hurt because of what she did, but then all of the other factors. I had just moved states away from where I was living, giving up my life to go and be with this person, for them to break my heart. And a guy said to me, she did that to you because she knew that she could get away with it. She knows that there are men out there who would have buried her face under the ground for what she did. Do I doubt that he is correct? 
Absolutely not. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that he's 100% correct. I'm pretty sure that there are men out there that would have done that. I'm just not that guy. So it's hard to convince me that this is something that is okay. So when so when we talk about the NFL and the domestic violence um, that players keep finding themselves attached to. It makes you wonder where do these players really stand when it comes to abuse? Um, and where does the league stand? Because critics will continue to tell you that the league continues to get this wrong. The league continues to get it wrong. So let's talk about Josh Brown. So I want to try to stick to the facts as much as possible at first, and then I want to get into opinions. So Josh Brown, for those of you guys who don't know, Josh Brown is the kicker um, or was the kicker for the New York Giants. Um, Josh Brown this past August was suspended um, for one game by the NFL because of his domestic violence. Um, incident. So, reportedly in the past, he was um, arrested uh, for um, abusing his wife. Um, And then a few days after he was arrested, all of the charges were dropped. So, Brown couldn't understand why the league had issued out this suspension to him because the charges were dropped and the league said, well, Convictions don't excuse you from your actions. And I can respect that because people do get off. Um, We see that a lot in our society where people get off, and it's not because they didn't do anything. It's just the way that the the, the legal proceedings work for them that day or in that situation. But it doesn't mean that that they were innocent. And so the league supposedly took what the league had, what information they had, and they felt that it was necessary to suspend Brown for one game. So he missed the first game of this season. And by the way, his his arrest came in, in 2015, and the league suspended him this year. They just got around to it this August. And he tried to appeal it. The appeal was denied. And all of this is according to uh, a New York Times article. But in these journals came out uh, last week. And that was when the New York Giants decided to put him on the commissioner's um, exempt list. And this happened last Friday, October 21st. Um, And being on the commissioner's exempt list means that he cannot attend practices or games. He was told that he couldn't fly with the team to London this past weekend. Um, but he can go to the Giants headquarters for meetings and workouts. And while he's on this list, he's still being paid um, while he's on the commissioner's um, exempt list. It just means that the Giants can keep him on the roster and he can go out and, I'm sorry, and they can go out and, and get another player to fill his spot. So this has raised a lot of questions. 
One, why is a one-game suspension good enough for domestic violence? Why does the league only think somebody needs a one-game suspension if they are so against domestic violence? Two, um, there are people who say that the Giants and the NFL knew about this before last week, so there should have been stiffer consequences before then. Um, And then three, um, where does the NFL really stand when it comes to domestic violence? Because Josh Brown, another point to make, his ex-wife claims that this that this happened over 20 times. Now, supposedly she didn't call the police 20 times, but in her statement she said this happened 20 times. And Josh Brown admitted to abusing his wife. So what is the answer? How many games is sufficient? How many games is enough? Then the whole race um, argument came up. Because if you guys recall, last year it was Greg Hardy. The year before that, it was Ray Wright. So Greg Hardy's deal was a couple years ago he was playing for the Carolina Panthers, and this is when all of his stuff came up. And so last year he signed with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but in April of that year, 2015, he was suspended 10 games for his for his domestic violence incident. So he was originally suspended for 10 games. Josh Brown was suspended for one. The reason why races come up because Greg Hardy is black. Ray Rice is also black. Josh Brown is white. So Greg Hardy suspended for 10 games in uh, April 2015. Uh, Then it was reduced uh, last June uh, 2015 uh, down to four games. So Greg Hardy did play last year when, when his suspension was up. And after that, he was, he was released by the Dallas Cowboys last spring last offseason, and he has yet to be resigned by a team. Ray Rice, a couple of years ago, and, and his then fiance both arrested for assault uh, because of an altercation in an elevator in Atlantic City at a casino. That was in February, and I want to say that was like February 15th, and then on February 19th, well, because of the day and time we live in, of course, there's always a video. There's always a video. And so this video comes out, and it shows Ray Rice uh, striking his fiance. 
or no, I'm sorry, the first video showed him dragging her out of the elevator, I believe. And people saw this. The whole world saw it. Um, but the Ravens coach, uh, Jim Harbaugh, their general manager, um, and their owner all spoke out, but they never really said too much um, about Ray Rice in a bad way. So Jim Harbaugh said, and I quote, the two people obviously have a couple issues that they have to work through, and they're both committed to doing that. That was the main takeaway for me from the conversation. They understand their own issues. They're getting a lot of counseling and those kinds of things. So I think that's really positive. That was the main takeaway. Um, He also said, Ray's character, you guys know his character, so you start with that. So that was Coach Jim Harbaugh. The Ravens general manager, Ozzie Newsom, said, we will allow the league to take its position before we have to take any. So we're going to let the league be the bad guys. Before we do anything, before we say anything, we're going to let the league uh, take its position. I'm going to reserve all my comments until I've had a chance to talk to Ray. The whole video needs to be reviewed. Well, there's a video of a man dragging his fiance out of an elevator. Um, and then the owner says, just been lauded as the nicest, hardest-working, greatest guy on the team and in the community, so we have to support him. I think we'll be rewarded by him maturing and never putting himself in a situation like that again. I've been on record of saying my definition of character is repeating offenses. If we're all one strike and you're out, then we're all in trouble. Okay? So that was the general manager for the Ravens. So, as you can see, no one really took a hard stance on him because that's how they felt. But in April, uh, I want to say one of the, that same year, one of the sports analysts uh, noted that the NFL had seen the entire video, meaning the one that everybody saw at first with him dragging her out of the elevator, and then the second one, which we're going to talk about in, in a second. But the league and the Ravens front office claim they never saw the second video. However, I remember watching ESPN and hearing, uh, I believe it was Chris Mortensen, that said they saw the entire video, and that's why they gave him such a light punishment. So when the league punished Ray Rice, they only gave him two games. And his teammates, coaches, everybody, supported him 
And then he served his two-game suspension. The day after his second game was served, here comes the second video. The second video shows him actually punching his wife. And then, all of a sudden, everybody takes a different stance. Now, whether or not they actually saw it or not, I'm going to say that they saw it because I don't feel like that reporter would have lied and said they saw it and had nothing, nothing, no facts to back it up. So I'm going to go with they saw it. But social media is a powerful thing. Social media is a powerful tool. And so they took a lot of heat on social media, a lot of heat social media, when they only gave him a two-game suspension. So then the league apologized, oh, we didn't get it right. So then they issue out this statement saying, hey, we're now going to give a six-game suspension for first-time offenders. So that was supposed to be their new policy. But then it was later discovered that that policy had exceptions because the policy says that you could, you can get six games. It could be less, could be more. So, my, so no one really knows what the punishment is. So does the NFL really have a stance on domestic violence? Does the NFL really care about women or women's health or women's well-being as they proclaim, or is it all about a dollar sign to them? Because it seems like if you really care, there will be a clear-cut policy. And guys would be afraid to do it and to get caught doing it. Just like guys get busted for substance abuse or for using illegal substances, but I'm pretty sure it goes through their mind, like, what if I get caught? But see, if you get caught when it comes to domestic violence, and these are my observations, it's not really a big deal until somebody makes it a big deal, until it's trending on Facebook or trending on Twitter. So, again, I ask, where does the NFL really stand if there's no clear-cut policy? Think about your jobs. You know what your company is serious about because there's a policy. And when you violate that policy, you violate that rule, there are consequences. Now, it may be different for everybody. And if it is, you know that. But the bottom line is we take pledges and we take stances and we say that things mean something to us, even if it has nothing to do with us. I'm not a woman, so I don't have to worry about being a woman that a man hits on. I I mean, obviously a man could hit on me, but that's man on man. 
But when we talk about domestic violence, we're, we're, we're usually talking about, even though, it, yes, it does have where women beat men, yes. But for the most part, we're talking about men beating on women. Um, but we say that we're taking stances against domestic violence. Just like in October, we said we're taking a stance against cancer, against breast cancer. Um, and now, if you look up, there's there's a national day for everything. National Taco Day, National Dog Day, National Sibling Day. So if these things really mean something to us, then, then where is the loyalty? Why is it that people probably never knew who Josh Brown was until now? And people probably still don't know unless they get involved with sports like that. Because there are people who have made the argument that why is Kaepernick kneeling in the national anthem a bigger deal than this man abusing his wife? If you think outside of these guys, think about Ray Rice's situation. Why would his wife marry him after he did this to her? Some say could not have been the first time. I think they're right. I don't know that for sure. But I think that's probably accurate. I think that's just the first time it, they got caught or that he got caught. But I don't think this is the first time. And for those of you listening, uh, for some reason the chat room isn't loading for me, but you can always dial 818-691-7406. Again, the number is 818-691-7406. Please, please, please feel free to add to the call. But why would she go out and marry him? Because then that raises another question. If she's okay with it, is it right for the NFL to jump in or butt into their life if she's okay with it? Because we can be against things all we want, but we can't tell people how to live their lives. We can't tell people that they should be okay with something just because we're okay with it. They have to see a problem with it too. And if you're joining us tonight, uh, the topic is uh, domestic violence in the NFL. Because the, 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 the NFL continues to find itself in the middle of all of these things. The NFL can't seem to get this right. These players can't seem to get this right. Do you think that it's wrong, or do you think that based on the information that we have, do you think it is a racial thing? I was watching Charles Woodson on, uh, I believe it was NFL Countdown yesterday, and he said there there are players who want to know who these rules apply to. They don't feel that Josh Brown was treated the same way Ray Rice and Greg Hardy was. Should it matter what color they are? I know the obvious answer is no, but do we really mean that? Shouldn't the action matter the most? I say that when it comes to police brutality. I ask the same thing. 
racism is a problem. But to me, the biggest tragedy in all of this is the fact that somebody's son or somebody's father or somebody's husband is gone. They're gone. So regardless of how we choose to look at this issue, here's another female who has found themselves in a horrible situation. Here's another female that has been struck by a man. Now, I remember people bringing up uh, everyday jobs and saying, well, if this was, you know, just a company, just a just an ordinary company, somebody was getting up and just going to work, working a nine-to-five, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Maybe, maybe not. I know in my job as a teacher, you can be terminated for conduct that has nothing to do with your performance at work. If I go out and get a DUI, that has nothing to do with my performance at school. However, I can be terminated. This be something that the NFL gets involved with, especially considering the fact that they, like I just said, there are women who uh, defend their abusers. There are women who stick around, or in Ray Rice's case, his fiance married him after the fact. If you're familiar with this case, do you think that? The NFL was too hard on him. Do you think that they were too light on him? Because just like Greg Hardy, Ray Rice has been out longer, and no one will re-sign him. No one will sign Ray Rice. His wife has been uh, very vocal in sharing her frustration about the fact that she feels like her husband is being uh, blackballed, and no one will give him another chance. Does he deserve one in your eyes? Should he get another chance? Those are some things that we want you guys uh, to think about, to talk to us about. So I'll give you guys a a moment to, um, to decide whether or not, you know, there is something that you would like to add or something that you would like to ask. Because this is a uh, serious issue, and this is an issue that, for whatever reason, it just seems like it's not going away. It seems like it just keeps getting worse. You would you would think, or at least I thought, that after the Ray Rice situation a couple of years ago, the way that he was treated, I honestly said, you know what, it'll be a long time before some somebody gets caught up in this again. And guess what? The next year was Greg Hardy. And guess what? Now is Josh Brown. Do you think the the government should get involved and punish the NFL? 
for not taking this as seriously as they should. Just some things to think about, good people. Um, again, this this is Rodney filling in for Tammy. Uh, Tammy, uh, we are expecting to be back on the show next week. Um, but she did want me to uh, say hello to you guys. Um, she she is not playing hooky. <laughs> you know that if nothing else, Tammy will. Uh, if Tammy is is not going to miss one thing. It's going to be the Butterfly Evolution show. Um, this this is, as she likes to say, this is uh, her baby. Um, but in life, things do come up, and so um, she did want me to tell you guys hello. Um, but very controversial topic. Where Where do you stand on all of this. We hope that you guys are are on the right side. And we definitely don't want you to be like some people say that the NFL um, is, and that is only care as much as it impacts the money in your pocket. So I'm going to go ahead and leave you guys with that, and I'm going to end this show a little bit early tonight. But I want you guys to think about that. And the last thing I'm going to put out there for you, what should we do as fans of the game? What does it say about us if we can, if we say that we're against something but feel like uh, – something or somebody or a group of people that we support don't share our passion. What does it say about us and what should we do? We hope that you guys have a blessed week and we definitely hope that you get a good night's rest. For the Butterfly Evolution Show and Tammy Gator, this has been Rodney. We'll see you next week. Same time, same station. Good night, everybody. Bye.
Somebody keep telling me don't hang around. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change gon' come. Oh, yes it will. Then I go to my brother And I say, brother, help me please But he winds up knocking me But I know 